Hey guys, we have a couple more shirts for sale on teespring.com. Go check them out at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash DWA. We have a couple Ferraris this week, a Ferrari F40 and a Ferrari GTO design. So go check them out and uh, you'll get them in time for Christmas. So the perfect gift for the holidays. All right. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Lane's a, a real name is actually Moonstone. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> totally outed him. It's, we all know it's Lane a thing. We talk about well, on that note, uh, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. This is Ruben. I'm Art. And I'm Lane. We are joined Moonstone. by the, the famous Rublev. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks good to for have you back. Me on. Welcome, welcome back to DWA. Welcome back to California, America, real life. Where you where you been where you been living? Where you been at? Uh, I've been in Europe the last three months. Uh, played with some cars, but mostly on the beach surfing. But yeah, I had some fun car stuff too. Cool. Mm. Well, thanks for joining us. How long has it been? I feel like it's. I think it was while. last year this time. Like You're that. right. It because was. it was right after the. Uh, I joined you in San Francisco real quick for one uh, mm. when we had. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, BMW. Oh, shop right, right, right. With Dieter Hines from. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you and, were up there a couple of times, weren't you? Up there with. Uh, uh, just for that one. Oh, okay. I thought you were there with Kevin too, the Auto Works, but I guess you weren't. Nope. Well, <laughs> welcome. Either way. Um, today's the Thursday edition. Should we sure uh, jump into some questions? Mm. I'm down. Let's do it. I'm alright. Yeah, I'm alright. Okay. That. Uh, D.S. Golson asks, seeing as you all live in California and do not regularly experience awful, disgusting winters, do you have any stories from times you have driven in bad winter weather? Does anyone have a, an epic story at all? Well, I grew up uh, uh, most of my teenage years and 20s on the, in Philadelphia area. Oh, and so you Originally saw from sh- Belgium, so shitty, yeah, I've seen winters. plenty of crap weather. Not a ton of mountains, but... Crap weather. I've driven in the Alps in the middle of winter. Too, there you go. So. Yeah. But he had a Saab 9000, dude. He just plowed through that shit. Oh, it's, hell yeah. No worries, dude. Did you? It's a cop no, car. No, well, my dad had one. So, uh, I actually, I, my, my parents, my dad was a big Saab fan. So I had a Saab 9000, and then, but they first had a Saab 900S. And nice. I remember driving that one home on, uh, uh, 76, which is a school kill in Philly. And they closed the city down early because a big blizzard was uh, rolling in and was leaving and a bunch of traffic on the highway. It was just deep slush. And I'm trying to keep the car under control, just going really slow speed, like maybe 35, 40 miles an hour at the most. Mm. And it was pretty busy because everyone's leaving. And all of a sudden, you know, here and there it's sliding around a little bit, but all of a sudden it's just sliding and sliding and not stopping, and there was nothing I could do. Like, mm-hmm. not on the throttle, not on the brakes, just trying to steer and just not, nothing's feeling. happening. And it just does a complete 180 Whoa. in its own lane on the highway, and somehow I didn't hit the K-wall right next to me or any other cars, and I just slowed down to, like, 15 or 20 and managed to make it the rest of the way home. Once I got home, I got out of the car and took a look at the tires. I'm like, huh, 
Okay, that would explain it. <laughs> There's barely any tread left. Whoa, in the winter? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it, was, it was my uh, mom's car, so I gave her a little heads up like she should replace it. Gnarly. <laughs> Might want to replace those tires one later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but, then you, uh, Barney, are the GoPro race car yeah, for Lemons. That. You bought that out in Philly, right? No, no, bought that here when I moved uh, here for GoPro. But uh, in the Philly, Brighton I, edition or whatever? I... I Learned to drive in an old uh, Subaru station wagon, a really boxy one. I think it was oh the GL, the, Loyal, the GL, yeah. maybe like that one. And then uh, later on, I had like a '95 Legacy four-wheel drive in, in Philly, also, and had some fun in the snow with that one for sure. Even when it wasn't snowing, re- learned how to use the e-brake pretty well with that car. Nice, nice one. How about you guys? Any winner? I, I don't know, not. I've had a couple of Tahoe stories. Driving, but I, my dad once we were driving up to Tahoe in this, in my grandma's uh, Lincoln Continental, like probably an '87 or something. Four wheel drive ones. No, no. <laughs> uh, this was from the time period where they had the fake, uh, yeah, little t- parade tire boot. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like a chunk of ice got caught in the steering and basically sent us into a spin and we spun like three times. That's such a dad excuse, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, a chunk of ice in the steering. The sun is in my eyes. Dad, it's my time. <laughs> you didn't see that cat crossing the road? Yeah, I had to swerve. I remember we were going, when we lived in Oregon for like eight months when I was in fifth grade in Bend or, or Sun River, Oregon, right outside of Bend. And uh, my dad had a... That's a hippie commune, I assume? No, it's a, it's a oh. nice little golf was it a resort town? It's Mount Bachelor. So. Was it a straw bale home? It's right at the base. No, it's yeah, a straw normal bale. home. Yeah. Tires. Uh, so my dad had a 78 or 9 Ram Charger. Awesome. Uh, that and was a removable roof, right? And we're like... Giant thing. Was, he's driving the kids to school, and there's it's all these like uh, roundabouts everywhere, like big roundabouts. And he's going down a hill and just goes to turn. He goes straight off, just straight <laughs> into the roundabout. And the roundabouts are like trees straight and about bushes. Through a roundabout. And, you know, it's just natural. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes straight, you know, just oh, down straight the into the middle. Hits Over. a tree. Just going that way. Just, <laughs> you know, into a tree, basically. Stop. Really, so wow. that was pretty yeah, cool. the only experience I've had was in Japan. I was driving a little... Honda Vamos, it was called. It's like a little Sounds tiny, fast. you know those little, little it's tiny Vamos? vans? It's a 660cc K-Van, you know, they... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's a Isn't little it tiny... K-Car? K-Van? K-Car? So a little tiny van, uh, really, really skinny tires, four-wheel drive, turbo, sick, just cruising. And we're wow, driving up to, I like, like this, my man. girlfriend at the time, her father's little... He had, like, a little vacation home up in the mountains for, for winter. And so we would cruise up there. Delivering tofu. Delivering tofu. <laughs> um, and then, so I haven't I haven't delivered my tofu, so I'm being careful. Make sure that I don't, like, you know, spill the tofu. Um, in Japan, that means a whole other thing. Dude, don't spill the tofu. Um, so... So I'm, I'm cruising and then all of a sudden it's like full on like icy. Like it's not like, it's just like frozen over. You're just frozen over road. And I started to feel the car to slide around. It's like kind of clawing through and I'm like, fuck this. So I pull over. Everyone started pulling over. And then some of the cars that had pulled over, this is kind of on a, a slanted road, started to slide across the road. Yikes. Like full on sliding across the road, but there's a snowbank on the left side. So they're on the opposite side of the road. So they're like sliding into the snowbank. So all the cars, start, I mean, not all, but like six of the cars cars that had pulled over so we're waiting there we're waiting for like you know like it's th- this is very early in the morning uh we at this point we had pulled over maybe like around 9 a.m and so we're waiting there. we wait a full hour and eventually the sun starts to come out and like the snow starts to like get a little softer or the ice starts to get softer and then everybody was so rad 
dude. Everyone got out of their cars, and one by one, everyone what? helped push the cars that were on the opposite side, like, to get out of the ditch, you know, wow. to get out of the snowbank. Because so, they weigh 42 pounds. Because they weigh 42 pounds. <laughs> and so everyone would go, you know, we would all, like, get behind one car, push it up, and, like, get it out of the rut, and then, like, get it out onto the road, and, like, just kind of push it away and see him off. What happened to the last guy? Super Japanese. <laughs> last guy. Yeah. Last, last guy, guy was, was, last guy was me, dude. I, but, I, but I had hella tofu in the car, so it was, like, super weighted down, and, like, I just clawed my you way out of there. Sprinkle tofu under the tires, and it gives you traction. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I never thought I'd hear you say hella tofu. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. All right. Uh, Yuan Chapman says, biggest bodge slash sketchy fix you ever used when getting around a car problem? Loving the podcast. I got you. Go for it. So uh, I I don't know if you guys know this, but I once had a little Impreza wagon. A, a God damn GC it! GC so eight, GC eight, so JDM'd out. So JDM'd out. Uh, I bought this car for two hundred and fifty dollars, um, nice. and the guy didn't know what was wrong with it. It was just like eighty thousand miles, super super clean little thing. And I had dreams of doing a full STI thing. Yeah. And all yeah. Super cheap little car. I bought it. You know, you're you're the king of swaps. So. King of swaps, dude. Overnight. Yeah. So I um I go pick it up. I I hired a guy on Craigslist because I was in college and I was broke and I, I paid like a, a dude on Craigslist like forty five bucks to tow it to my place. And so I get there. Um, I first I get to the place. Um, I see that it's idling, but that the the crank pulley is like wobbling. And I'm like, what the fuck? So there's something really wrong here, right? So I I wasn't sure if it was the bolt. I didn't know what was up. But at this point, I didn't say anything. I'm like, all right, here's your 250 bucks. I I took the car. So um, and it turns out that the there's a crank key on the on the actual on the nose, you know, on the crank nose. And so the the key had like freaking broken off. Key. Isn't that what they're yeah. Woodruff key that yeah. thing. Yeah. So it broken off of the crank nose, mm-hmm. and so the whole the whole pulley was loose. It was By like the way, around. that whole system relies on this tab the size of your fingernail. That to tab keep everything together. Yes, if that thing goes. You're in your position, dude. So yeah, if the timing Getting was completely a great off. Deal on a car, you mean? <laughs> it's amazing. Awesome. Well, so yeah. the timing was totally off. You know, the car was running like absolute shit. Like it could barely idle, and so. Um, at this point, I started looking into what it was going to take to fix this thing, and I literally needed to replace the entire thing. Like, you need to replace the crankshaft, because, yeah, because it's all, it's all, it's all one piece. So I thought it was like a separate piece or something. I don't know. So after a couple of days of messing with it, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to make this work, but I'll give this a shot. I JB welded it. Yes. So I JB oh. welded the woodruff yeah. key. Um, $250 I, car. Yeah, I left it overnight. Yeah. I drove it around for a day and it held and I put it on Craigslist and I sold it for eight hundred dollars. Oh what a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And that was the end of that. So we uh, we've told the story before, so I'll keep it short, but about three twenty five. Uh so we bought a lemons oh, yeah. three twenty five in Fairfield or whatever. <clears throat> dry, like Lane and I test drive it uh, around the block. It works fine. Like it had obviously been damaged. Like there was an engine fire because all the paint was burned off. Um, but it drove around the block, so we we paid the four hundred bucks for it or whatever. Driving it on the freeway and it dies. Uh, so we tow it home and uh, come to find out when we're doing a tune up, uh, we pull off the distributor cap and uh, there is no uh, rotor or there's no, half no. half of a rotor yeah. with a uh, safety, safety pin or a safety, safety pin. pin screwed in with like a sheet metal screw. Holding the thing in place, <laughs> and act, we fucking act, drove no, the thing us, on the, the rotor. Yeah, 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 it was, and it was working. Like we drove it on the freaking freeway. Like it was only preventative yeah. maintenance that we were even pulling the distributor cap off. Really, that yeah, wasn't right. the reason why the car died. Actually, no, it had a crank position sensor or something like that. Yeah, but uh, totally blown away by that. Found, 
safety pin in the distributor. Wow. So. Mad props to the guy who dude, started the dude, fire and somehow MacGyvered that together. That guy is a, that's a one broke ass motherfucker. <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah. Serious. I think it's like a $4 part. Yeah, or he did right. it on the side of the road and it worked and forgot True. about it. You totally. Know? Yeah. I, it as I, I feel like that guy was laughing though as we drove away with the car. Like, <laughs> that, that, well, remember it was like, uh, $700 and he negotiated down to 400 yeah, immediately, yeah. like yeah. without us even asking about but it. Nowadays people would like, People be in a foot race oh, to get that thing that for thing that much, dude. So quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like a Euro car, too, right? No. It was also an E. It was an e. have like a tweed interior or something? Yes, it did. Dude. Actually, yeah. It had like roll-up windows and like nice like just blue a, houndstooth. It was just like an early cloth. 84 or 83 mm. or whatever. Yeah. So, early right, 83 was the first 84 year? when the U.S. Yeah, so it was like an 80. Yeah, that's right. Anything come to mind for you, Ruben? Nah. No hacky no, lemon sticks. That janky. No, the only thing that pops into my mind is not something I did, but uh, I remember seeing footage. I think it was a uh, Sebastian Loeb in a in a World Rally uh, Championship race where they actually tied the whole rear uh, oh, the whole suspension assembly together with the tie strap. Yes, nice. That's, that'll work. <laughs> yeah, That's tie awesome. down stuff. I've yeah. seen that where like a shot comes through the strut tower and they ratchet it down with a tie strap. Oh. So cool. Uh, brief sixty one. I'd love to hear Lane's opinion on the Motorworks Racing nine forty four Resto Racers. Dude, I meant to look that up. I, I have no idea what that is. I don't know what that Do is. Do they register on the Hato meter or are they shockingly acceptable? We'll go, come back. Go to the next one. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, racers. Always on a fly. Uh, looking for a change for my E ninety M three. I have a Tahoe for daily kid duty now, so I can go back to a two door weekend car. Had a nine nine six and a nine eighty seven Cayman S in the past. Thinking 997 GTS, 981S, or GTS, or a Ooh. BMW M2. Any other ideas? Manual. Ooh. So he's obviously Porsche Change guy. Change yeah. the E90 M3. And he's getting out of uh, that. I would, I would pass on the M2 because I consider that as a more practical car. It sounds like he wants more of just a and pure you're going, fun. And you're going from a pure sports car? Yep. Yeah, you're going so. from an M3 already. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, so that's yeah. out. I, I would go for one of the Porsches then. Yeah. My, my pick would be the uh, 981 GTS. We get a Boxster. Get a Boxster GTS, sense of occasion. That has a really sick exhaust system. The stock, it comes with a really rad exhaust system. Top down in that thing with that exhaust. And sense of occasion. Right there. Intakes, good sound, and also the GTS is a beautiful car. You get all the Alcantara interior. You get the really sick front end. Uh, front end. You get the, you know, the dark. Or what do they call the blacked out or the smoked headlights? Mm-hmm. Different front fascia that's more aggressive, kind of GT4 ish, but not quite. Um, you get all kinds of goodies. Basically, the GTS has like you know Sport Chrono, which gives you all kinds of good shit. You get the sportier. I think it's called the Sport Plus seat. So it's the heavily bolstered seat. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a really awesome. Gay. But I'm gay, so what's up? <laughs> um, dude. No, I, what about the, the uh, Cayman R? Cayman R, well, within that price range, though? Isn't like, that in, in that price well, range nowadays? Well, he did say 997 GTS. He are, he's oh, right. you're talking about the 987. Yeah, the previous uh, Cayman. The I don't like that Cayman car. R. So like he those. said that he had a 987 Cayman S yeah. already. So. Oh, okay. But I don't like that look. Like I, I don't know. Those cars look like ugly salamanders. What, what other ideas do we have for him? Car, you know, that you don't get many of. The others, you see, yeah. they're a dime a dozen. That's what I was thinking. Know? Brian, uh, Corvette. C4 Corvette. <laughs> C2 Corvette. Two of them. Get one on Turo. Uh, <laughs> Turo. Corvette. I see 997 GTS. Those are like 75 he's, grand. He's so. like all 
Yeah, he's all Porsche here. Lotus Exige. Porsche BMW. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be Lotus cool. Evora. You can probably find a no, with the original model, the earlier definitely. used for ones for a reasonable price. I think incredibly unreliable though. No, think out Toyota engines. Just don't don't do a Clutch Master or a whatever it was life cylinder or something. Or how about a, how about an Aerial Nomad? Well, and or Aerial Adam. And Brandon said like. 80% of the cars are lemon lawed. Yeah. I guess that would, I think that would qualify as unreliable. I think if it's still on the road, it's it's going to be the best. Yeah, that's what said. Really? Yeah. But I think it's, I mean, lemon laws, you know, it's like it's a re, like a repetitive thing, right? It's if it's like one thing fails multiple times. So how about it could a, be that clutch slave cylinder. How about an open headlight NSX? Open headlight NSX? Uh, go I don't close like headlight. Close headlight. Why go well, open? Just, I don't know, because he's into modern cars. Oh, I see. They're just, not any more modern, really. Yeah, Wait, how much can you get an R8 for now? That, oh, yeah. R8. R8. A V8 manual one. Yeah. yeah. What about a... I mean, if he's looking at a 997 GTS, he could probably do a 997 uh, G, .1 GT3, right? Yeah. Aren't they the same? Yeah. .1 oh, GT3s, you're looking 80s. around 80s, yeah. yeah, which is a lot more than the others. Or uh, 996 GT3, if he's into that. Right? Yeah, it's around the same price. 70s nowadays. 70, yeah. 80, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's uh, all that's with a, the price range. A, but yeah, the that's kind of a nice choice. Some GTSs are probably 50s. No, I've been looking. I, I haven't seen anything less than sixty five. Yeah, I think they're pretty cheapest. expensive because I was for nine nine seven GTS. Yeah, yeah, because that was the last the one. Those are all point two. Because like, the nine nine seven uh, like uh, Carrera S's are like in the high mid to high thirties now. No, that's no. for the two thousand fives. The point like ones. ones. Yeah, but yeah. these are, but the GTS, GTS was only really made in like uh, twenty ten through or. 9, 10, 11 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they're the .2s. It was yeah, the Gen all... 2 and it was really late. So it might have been just like uh, 10 and 11 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, those are all NA, right? Otherwise, the yeah. other car that's like an incredible bang for the buck, if he wants... I mean, this is just balls out performance. A 997.1 Turbo S, that's an insane car <laughs> for the money. You can get yeah. those for 70 those grand. Those are like high 60s now. Yeah, yeah, that's an insane machine. And 0 to 60 in like, what, 2.7 seconds or something? They go like 200 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monsters. So what's the verdict? What are we giving? Those are ideas. Um, are you ready to go back to... Yeah, the, I'm looking at these. Uh, oh, 944. Dude, they're pretty badass. They're all like race car tribute cars. So this is... Uh, like, look at motor, the Cannon. There's the Cannon racing. car. Yeah, no, this is rad. It's awesome. awesome, dude. It's all... I mean, they have the super flared fenders in the back. So what are those for sale? Or are those the race cars? I guess cars? they build these. They build Heritage they're like tribute, tribute cars and stuff. That's pretty cool. So That's they're cool. all like race car. They're all race tribute cars. Are like, you on their site? Yeah, like this is the Canon. Um, the shit, dude. This is Motorworks. Yeah, these racing. are awesome. So but, shockingly acceptable. Brief and sixty-one. I think, are they all swapped? The JPS one is pretty sick. Oh, yeah. uh, here's the. I think yeah. they're all swapped. What do you what? mean swapped? Oh, is that what he's talking about? They're LS ones. The LS ones. Because I don't know. Like it's showing up. Uh, Engine packages. Oh, en this engine one. swap depot is calling it out. This one definitely is. The yeah. John Player Special. I mean, I don't like the big wheels on it, but... I'm down. Uh, that. So, I think short That's answer is cool. awesome. Awesome. Yep. Uh, Porsche Hobby says, Lane, would you consider going without center caps on the 944 for a weekend? No. Nope. It could be liberating. Sorry, just saying. Bro. Dude, Sorry. yeah, why are you so harsh on the no center caps thing? Like, <laughs> that's just the thing I stand by. I like it. Okay, let me Poser. tell you this. He's just bummed because he called them posers, right? Yeah. So if you uh, go to a track day, yeah. it says remove all hubcaps. Exactly. That's why I said posers. Those guys are never going to the track. They never have know. been to the track. Because I know, know Ryan. What? I know Porsche Hobbyist. 
I know Ryan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know Ryan. <laughs> I know his car. Okay. That car's never going to the fucking track. But you okay. have to remove uh, center caps? Yeah, yeah. Well, well hubcaps. What is a hubcap? Well, hubcaps are plastic. No, that's no, a hubcap. It's a hubcap. Hubs right there. That's a cap. I've never pulled mine off. I pulled mine on the 928 when I took it. Interesting. Have you pulled a center cap off of your cars when you go to the track? Well, I, I probably don't have any on my cars, period. I guess so. Uh, lock, the 1552s on my 964, you have to pay extra for them. I didn't feel like paying extra. They're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, my RS, I I, sw- I was swapping the wheels so regularly between the track and the street ones that I didn't feel like. Yeah, but those are the uh, you have BBS E50s. Those You don't have the whole centerpiece on there, right? So BB, between the BBS and HRUs and then the... So I think I think it looks good with no with no center. It's kind of like a thing. I just, I, just, I like to take that stance basically. <laughs> yeah. But I think they the look kind of cool in like these R group cars. RSR is obviously RS look yeah. cars. You know, like kind of rat rat rod whatever. I don't these like it. Racing cars. But I always hate it's the rear. I think that you see the cotter pin. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And the front has the little dust shield, so right. it looks like finished. Yeah. But I hate seeing that. I don't know, it just looks like unfinished, like it should be covered up with that cotter Definitely. pin and everything. Yeah, definitely on certain cars, it's more visible than yeah. others. But I think like most of my wheels are black, especially in my E46 and the E30 M3, they're black, so you don't even Yeah, it doesn't really, really stand it. out. Yeah, I didn't even know like you didn't have center caps on yours. Yeah. All right. I don't have center caps on my E30 either. Gangsta. Yeah. Really? Saying. Yeah. Is it supposed to have center caps? Yeah, it's those really uh, ornate ones that continue the basket weave pattern. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to have like a hex wrench for it. And it makes it look like it's a center lock. Yeah. Yep. And they fall off, and they're also 75 bucks a piece, so people take them. And... So you're storing them. You have them but like those in a yeah, yeah, safety totally. box. At the That's frame. what I was going to say. Yeah, like For me, like that look, like the B- a BBS wheel without the whole it center piece, that looks great because you have the exposed lugs and everything, yeah. but I really don't like it when they just pull the center cap off on like a Porsche wheels, like a Porsche Oops. wheel or a food. Especially a Fook. It, it, it looks well, that's really, what he's talking about. Bad yeah. I really don't like it. Okay. Another question okay. for Lane. Brian Patrick Muldoon says... Uh, I don't know why this is for me. It says, Lane, aftermarket suspension recommendations oh, for 944 Turbo. Why is it for me? Also, <laughs> where does the group stand on window tint? I hate it. Jeez. No window tint. No. I hate window tint on anything like pre... 95? <sighs> yeah, you might be right. It, it's pre when they started doing good window tint. No, it doesn't even have to do with that. But though. even if it was an old car with modern yeah. tint, you'd we've had be over this discussion it. before. Yeah, too. but it has to do with like the trim. Like a, when a car got really smooth and boring, you could have window tint. Mm-hmm. But before mm-hmm. that, you couldn't. I don't know when. I don't know what the. I think the it was like ninety-five-ish. It's, it's hard. It's to like integrated bumpers and stuff. Or? Yeah, I'd say one of my favorite mods on my E30 is tint delete. Yeah. How long were we working on you so to make that long. But I also went from the worst tint that you could peel off purple. Dude, you tint. were hesitant to remove that shit. I thought it would turn out shitty. That's why. And it was so glorious. It was glorious. Yeah. And now you get to take advantage of that nice window area. Yeah. I tried to roll up my window after it was taken off. It was already up. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel you though, man. Like remove. It's one of the worst things. Dude. You know what? It's the, it's the best mod Brian ever made to to anyone's car. Yeah. To your car. Yeah. Oh, you did it for him. No. Well, he well, told him to do it. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. No, this is yeah. recommendation. A recommendation. Saying, yeah, yeah. 
Dude, it's it's not to fun to do pulled, especially old yeah. tint that's all purple and ugly like that. That shit because it's layered. Well, that's it's what I was afraid this, of. This oh is my where the god, recommendation comes in. It's so hey, much work to do it. Yeah, and, they, and dude, on my E30 M3, no one would fucking do it. No one wanted to do it because just, it was like dealing. He doesn't know the right Mexicans. I don't know the right Mexicans. Yeah, and then they see me, they're like, "Fuck you, Holmes." No, but so you do it, man. Well, you made it or something. Yeah, so I actually did it. Um, I after a ton of reading, I tried the. Plast- the black plastic bag in the hot sun thing, right. nothing. It was worthless. It was just falling apart in pieces. No and idea what you're talking about. I don't really want to know. You spray soapy water on the glass on the inside yeah. on a hot day. Need to know this because the people who know oh, then you put the do. bag on. They so do, it and keeps they put, the, exactly. Yeah. And you heat it. You and so what I did is I actually bought a steam like a steamer yeah. for clothing. Yeah. And you steam the shit out of it. And that works. And huh? then it just breaks down all the glue. Melts it off. Yeah, that's the only way to go. You spend one hundred fifty dollars on a steamer. That was twenty nine ninety nine. I should have done that. No, you just that's the way to roll. You just pay a dude a hundred bucks. Pay a dude hundred bucks. No, he can makes it work. It, it actually it like melts it. Yeah, it's it's really different. Fries it to your glass. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I tried it on Kevin's uh, old 911T. Uh, we were like, you know, besides it being a pain in the ass, like we were actually using razor blades, I think. Oh, so like, God, you probably scratched all the windows. Oh, all that. I totally fucked them up. <laughs> all that glass is worth so much money. <laughs> Remote, Use yep. the sharp side. <laughs> Pulling all the defroster lines off and shit. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Use the corner of the razor blade. <laughs> but then you let, leave the job just half done because you're so sick of it. <laughs> and it looks yeah, great afterward. <laughs> uh, so Lane. Aftermarket expensive oh, recommendations. I don't know. I don't really. The, the 944 is like a mystery to me with the suspension. You like, own one. I still don't know how. I don't even. the diff, There's like differences in which stretch you have, and there's all kinds of stuff. I don't know. I just. <laughs> you, can do, you can do full, full coilovers is a good idea. Uh, KW makes something, but I heard they always something. break and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so they kind of suck. Uh, The only thing, from my reading, you could probably back this up. Um, What I read is that what works the best on those cars is an MO30 setup with turbo sway bars. I mean, essentially what I have. I have turbo sway. It's the sport package. For Porsche? Yeah. So I essentially have that. I mean, I have Bilstein's, uh, Wellmeister springs in the front, like 250-pound lowering springs. All right, now we're getting somewhere. And uh, I have turbo sways front and rear. And then you should probably get... Uh, and then I have, you should get bigger torsion bars in the back, which I haven't done yet, but okay. I forget what you move up to, like a 28 mil or something, yep. which your torsion bars are spring, obviously. So, uh, and then Coke's may, out of maybe a little bigger, right. even bigger rear sway bar would be nice too. There Look you go. at that. All right, Lane. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also go full coil or you can do all, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you you've know? looked yeah. into yeah, yeah. like going gnarly. Cause there's different mounts where you can mount the, the shocks for the coil over. Um, how about this one, Lane? I th- we went to a Laguna Seca race a long time ago yeah. and some guy had a rad red one it was so beautiful the black wheels and it was interesting because it was an early model yeah like an 84 or whatever but it had the uh aluminum lower control arms mm-hmm. from the late model which yep. are set a wider track so it looks rad because it's like you know the wide track yeah but it the looks like the same like, as like mine sets right now essentially there was something about that car uh, wasn't it a little different i don't know no, I, I mean, guess because the body's the same, so the, of course it. They're just, you know the rear suspension is just Volkswagen Beetle essentially. So the and the control arms are like stamped steel, like they're pretty shitty. Like they can, they can they they'll twist and stuff. Uh, but a good thing like with mine, like Tim was saying, he'd do it for me. He just he'll box them, so he'll weld. Mm. 
uh, he'll just box the, those, yeah. you know, whatever. They're 30 bucks each, yeah. too, oh, for control wow. arms. So you can buy brand new ones, get yeah. it, and then he'll box, you know, you box them. Yeah. The aluminum ones, the thing that sucks, you can't replace the, uh, tie rod ends. Oh, you gotta replace the whole You gotta one. replace the whole thing. And then there's like a uh, kit that someone, you know, some company sells where you can do the tie rod ends, but it's a whole cluster. I just have to do that for my E30M3. I had mm. to uh, order new lower front control. You had to borrow the whole thing. Yep. And so compared yep. to the steel ones. Yep. And it's like 350 bucks a side or something. More. Really? Whoa. Uh, I think unless you're finding a place that gives you a deal, they're almost 500 bucks a piece. Holy because. shit. And that was actually another reason I was like uh, kind of down to get an early car, too. Just one of the things, you know? But there's, those are specific to the M3, right? The aluminum ones, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can fit the, fit the steel ones, but you're not going to do that if Yo you hole, need 30 M3. So. You only have one life. Your hole. Um, I was listening to a Camden Tub podcast today, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Brad goes, you know, it's like Brian says, yo-ho, or something, and then Jason started cracking yeah, up. Yeah, nice. Good. <laughs> making, making its rounds. Uh, PFM California asks, you talk about some features you hate in new cars, like silly key fobs. What are some features on your classics that drive you nuts? For example, poor cooling, bad defrosters, annoying power locks, etc. Thanks, and I enjoy the podcast. Hmm. Ruben, you start. No. Slow steering racks. Drives me nuts. <laughs> slow steering racks. Old cars have slow yeah, steering uh, racks. Good one. Along, along those lines, long uh, throttle pedals. Hmm. Yeah, my car long travel, like, and same on the your uh, M5 that I just Wait, drove today. Long just travel or long long dimension travel travel of the pedal yeah. is just so far before you get full throttle. The 944 has a, a really long like pedal. New, newer performance cars, like the throttle response is so much sharp, sharper in large part because you have uh, sh- such more uh, such a shorter pedal travel. Right, yeah. that's a good point. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what I for like my steering rack's pretty not that slow though. The 944. Mm-hmm. The E36 M3 was. Slow. Oh, that's so slow. And, and your M, the E34 They're about the same M5. actually. I remember probably. getting out of the E36 and jumping into the 944. I'm like, holy shit, it's a go kart. <laughs> it's like so quick. The steering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super disappointed with the E36. He uh, mentions a couple good ones. Defrost sucks. Yeah, yeah air conditioning obviously. It's like you're like, oh, I don't want to use my air conditioning now because. It's going to take away power and, you know, it's going to, my car's going to get hot and stuff like that. Yeah, so right. there's always those worries with old cars. And- or like, I don't want to open the sunroof because it may never close. Uh... <laughs> Dude, there's one. one well, that's um, the thing I mean, in general with old with cars, cars is yeah. the shit just breaks. Yeah. <laughs> like my rear defrost doesn't work anymore. Just can't rely on it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, mine so doesn't either. 88 through, or so, yeah, 88 through 91 Civics. So Civic, CRX, whatever, they're all the same. On the left-hand side, there's a little little lever left to right it's completely separate from the entire hvac system you pop that open to the right and it opens up the left vent it's super sick it just like and it gives you gives you direct air from the cowl like fresh air in your face i really enjoyed that this is a positive yeah it's thing. like the old school but, how about the old cars like oh, connor's window? plymouth and you Wing you windows. open the, oh no no yeah. it's like a the whole center it's like a center big vent is that, it up it top oh the ones in the front right yeah there, that open it up flips right up yeah yeah, yeah. on the cowl yeah, or it was up on the roof. I forget. You guys are I think it's all the cow. I remember though. seeing those. Are good. It's a lot, those are good a lot things. Of good things. Now it's so positive uh, these days. You're right. right. You know, I'm trying to think of bad things. I can't. Uh, think here's of a bad thing with the old cars: manual locking. Uh, for four-wheel drive and all that. Oh, oh you have to actually get out of the car and turn the, hub, the locking hubs and all that. That's a pain in the ass. Oh, I'm stuck in the mud. Let me hop in. Yeah, let me go get in the mud. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Or you're supposed to be thinking about <clears throat> yeah, that. Thinking yeah, man, yeah. Thinking man. So, I think he like that. named like the HVAC system is probably the biggest thing, right? So how about this? Yeah. Uh, tell me, good or bad? I don't know. Uh, manual locks. I love so them. you have to like reach over and unlock it for people. Some people love that. Like, I kind of love it. But he did. I love the full manual stuff. He's a mechanic that could put in a lock actuator in like 30 minutes in a car. He specifically sought out a full-size truck with manual locks. Yeah. So every time someone gets in his car, he has to like <laughs> dive across the whole car, <laughs> barely reach it. In a four-door would really suck. Yeah. Like I haven't had a four-door with manual locks for so long. Keyless entry is pretty nice too. I mean, you take that for granted on new cars, but being able to walk away and just hit a button is kind of nice, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Sort of the thing that sucks with my RS in regards to that, it's a it's the same button press for lock that's or unlock. That's kind of nice. Don't you like that though? And it doesn't give you any kind of beep or signal to say what. Uh, oh, you can you make you can make it so it does have a beep or signal though. I think. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, like program it in so it does a double beep or a single beep. I'm gonna figure that out because half of the time I come back and my car is open because I accidentally <laughs> like twice. You don't. So, so you locked it and unlocked. But it. see, I like that about Porsche keys because. Most cars, you have to find the separate button to do one or the other, and they're not clearly marked in some cases. Yeah, so so like, or something. Yeah. yeah, so then, and I drive a lot of different cars, so I'm always looking, like, where is that? But it's it's always the same on a Porsche. It's lock or unlock. But, yeah, I could see that being kind of annoying. You know, you've just been drinking, and you walk away from your car. <laughs> uh, all right, we didn't do a very good job. Good answer. to know that Ruben's yeah, car is always unlocked. Old cars really usually know. are better, dude. Like, they don't fucking yell at you when you don't put your seatbelt on. <laughs> dude, like. That's right. On and on. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Oh, uh, uh, you know what's an annoying old car feature is the the sliding uh, shoulder. Oh belts. yeah. Oh, oh attach the door. Passive restraint. Door. Passive restraint sucks. Sucked ass. That yeah. does suck. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you don't buy a CRX. That's Nissan. Uh, later than 1990. Subarus too. I think right. got it. Um, oh, yeah. Or Jettas. Jettas. Uh, what about old cars, and this might be just a carbureted thing, that smell like gas a lot? Dude, that is a really good one. I Actually, mean, I read this question beforehand, and sorry, I'll let you finish. No, no, I get no excited. That's, that's all I have, basically, is that I've been in old hot rod kind of cars, and you, it's like constantly smells like fuel. Right. That's why we have EVAP systems, and so you know. what, I, one of the or, one of the clearest memories I have of my I had my first car was a seventy one two thousand two, and um, and I remember my hands smelling like gas when I would get out of it because it, the vents, you know, like so you would get like <laughs> just vapor, dude, just vapor dude. into your freaking interior, yeah. and like every time I remember my hands smelling like gas, and like I had yeah. a little you know a thirty eight thirty eight Weber or something I don't remember on it, and like I always I I tried really hard to get it to to run clean and everything but no matter how hard you try like yeah. that is one thing that is but isn't happens. that one of the things you kind of love about old cars as well no they kind of smell, smell like gas not not really. sometimes I think the smell is part of yeah, it yeah it is part sometimes. of it I don't like it it is part but it is also a drawback it's like a 50-50 thing the non-filtered fumes if you're not running any cats oh yeah I have that too but, uh, is that it's, bad? It's pretty Do you gnarly. enjoy that? You know hey, that? let's keep that yeah. on the deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's for it's, you know, Nevada. Yeah. I, I don't have here. that either. No, no, no. no. These I'm guys wondering. are over here pulling, what is it, pulling the restrictor plate off of the demon over here. Keep, the red dragon. The, the Give red. it a little juice. <laughs> yeah. A little extra juice. Um, one drawback, uh, old cars are cold as shit on the inside in winter. <laughs> That's true. Mm. That's true. No insulation. Just, no, and shitty door seals. and Yeah. But So that's like pre-80 or 
something, right? Yeah. Pre- I mean, Whamsy 30, too. He jumps in that, like, compared seats. to a modern car. But he heats up. I don't like heated seats. I love heated seats. I never like heated seats. Your E30 probably heats up pretty good. Really, really I bet it will toast you. All right, roundtable, heated seats, yes or no? No, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Wait. Well, no. what heated seats? No. no. Oh, Run. best feature. Absolutely. Yeah. I love heated seats. Okay, seat. three against okay, three. Heated heated steering wheels. Oh, he just terrible. No, I don't care about steering I mean, maybe if you live like in Boston or whatever and you really need it, but here, dude, heated seats are legit. Like in my M5, I don't even turn on the heater. I just put on the heated seats yeah. at full blast and I'm yeah. chilling. Yeah. That's right. You're, You're chilling. Actually, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm heating. <laughs> oh, I tried to trick Lane once on the commute home. Oh, that's classic. I, I turn on his seat heater on the passenger seat. Nice. And just like let him sweat it out the whole time. He never got it. Never wow. said anything. This car is hot. Such a dick. Um, <laughs> I felt like a major dick at the end just because, you know, I like let it go sweating. the entire time. That's, like, that's almost as lame as Art changing our Instagram uh, photo to, to his NSX the other day. No, yeah, and not so being able it. to change it back because he doesn't know <laughs> yeah. the file. Dude, yeah, it took me like, I, had, I was like working in a meeting. I'm like, all right, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. It was, I try to troll our, our you know, our Instagram followers and, and podcast troll our own, listeners. Because no one yeah. likes the NSX. Because everyone talks shit about the NSX. I, every time I post an Who NSX, it's like, oh my God, an NSX. No, it's not true at all. Yeah, no, I lost it's, people no, like, it's like a thing now. It's a thing. And there's like four people that will say it, like, like Todd or... Yeah. Right, uh, right. Yeah, no, so it was just kind of a part of the whole thing. So I changed our, you know, our, our logo, our icon to the NSX, but no one mentioned it. I'm like, that was worthless. And then I had to like figure out a way to go and edit the freaking thing so I can put the I picture you, back you up. you trolled yourself, bro. I trolled I myself. <laughs> I trolled I myself. Know, dude. <laughs> uh, Brian, is it true yes. that you think that uh, cars are colder than tents? Yes. What? Can you Sleeping in a yourself? car, dude. I I'm, I've, I I was actually looking it up just recently to try to figure it out. <laughs> looking it up. <laughs> yeah. What, what was your search term? <laughs> it was something like why are cars <laughs> colder than tents? <laughs> something there similar to that. Zero results. No, I don't, dude. I don't. I'm not. What is it the metal? You're thinking you the know, metal? I think it's no the windows. Air circulation it's in the, the windows. car unless you open the windows. But down, isn't that good? I just slept yeah. in the car. But don't you want no, it to? No, you, like, you get all the moisture yeah. building up in there and makes it. Like all cold, humid, muggy, and when it's cold and damp and muggy, so you, it's if it's cold, you want a window open. You yeah. have to crack a little window yeah. if you're sleeping inside. Well, yeah, then do it. Dude. So t- I think what it is is the windows. They transfer the heat out super well. Like where with a tent and you've got the rain fly up, it'll somehow trap the heat. It's designed for that. There's a little. You're saying there's a kind of like a, a air barrier. You got your little insulation zone, that little air barrier zone. Kind of in like the tent, yeah. correct? The yeah, but with the but but and this is just my theory. But the glass window it transfers heat cr- like crazy, and um, so I think the trick is you just put some insulating pads over the windows. It's a glass window. I don't know, man. I have, I have a theory. Uh, <laughs> yes. Hear me out, dude. I have a theory. When you're in a tent, you're usually in a sleeping bag. No, you you're think, in a sleeping no, bag, in, a bag in the car, too. The car. Yeah. Um, all right, listeners, please chime in. Please. Do you, do you think now a, I feel like a total idiot. I wish you wouldn't have called me out on that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I feel like I'm really out on a like put a, We can get thermometer. a car in a tent and put a, ther- a thermometer in each one. And but you have to sleep would, in it, too. You have to have the body heat and see how that works. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it has to be, like, same surfaces. And, Damn. and you got the dog's got to be in there. Dog's the whole deal. Whole deal. <laughs> this is yeah. Brian 
Mythbusters. Uh, let me just say that I'm unsure about this fact. So yeah, we. I'm know. looking it up. Right? You don't need to say. It. You don't need to say that. <laughs> uh, sure, we know about this fact. And the windows are glass, by the way. Uh, Parkinson seventy three says they could be plastic. Well, I don't know why you're so sure of yourself here. Yeah, all those cars with plastic windshields. <laughs> oh, like a Mazda Miata, for example. What? A Jeep? A Jeep Wrangler? You're sleeping in your Miata? (laughs) (laughs) Curled up Indian style? Okay, to to jump out of this uh, conversation, actually. Dude, on the way home today, a freaking Miata, multicolored Miata with like messed up door. door. Yes. Oh. Door in red? Dude, it was. Hunter? That's Hunter. He wrecked right next to my house. What? What? Dude, he ran it right into a tree. No, that's not Hunter. (laughs) With a black top? I don't know. Black hard top. He did say it's a plastic dip top. Dude, I it like red, I feel like I recognize the door co- and one white mirror. It was multicolored. I it, there was red, there was white. I don't know what, no what's what. There, why were we over there? There, there are a lot of different Miatas that are kind of fucked up like that. Yeah. So it's not necessarily Hunter, but dude, so, like he's just like the right lane was closed because he was nose right into a tree. Right, right before that left hand to go to your place. Uh, if you're coming from Scotts Valley, yeah. uh, it's uh, before the uphill right-hander. It was like right next to some guy's fence, basically. Oh, okay. It was kind of a weird spot. He had to huh. be really cooking one way or the other, whichever way he was going. Huh. But nose straight into a tree. Wow. Interesting. Oh, yeah. well, he would have mentioned something by now, I think. Oh, maybe. That's yeah, kind of embarrassing. Yeah. I, mean, I doubt he would have been there. He was still. I don't know what he's doing. Over the, oh, you're right. On his way That's home, true. So. You mentioned that you couldn't even get a chance. Not That's Hunter. Weird. Okay. Uh. Parkinson73 says, uh, thanks for that answer a couple weeks back. At work, there's a used turbo out of a Cummins Dodge Ram. It's, Warren, it's, that's a whole set. Remember we talked about whole set turbos the other day? What? <laughs> it sits unused in a corner. Uh, what would you throw it in for a budget of 2000 as a cheap backroads beater? What the heck? So he's going to spend $2,000 on a car to put this turbo in. Is that right? I guess. I got... What is that, a six-cylinder? Well, just the turbo. Oh, just the turbo itself. It says there's a giant turbo, turbo right? out oh. of a Cummins Dodge Ram. I don't, I don't know. To me, it sounds like he's willing to spend $2,000 to make it work. What would you throw it in for a budget of $2,000? No, I think he's saying the whole car. car yeah. Put it in. So I put it in. So he's got a uh, his, his uh, picture on Instagram. Is How about a Dodge Cummins truck with a blown turbo? <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a good back roads beater. Yeah, yeah. And sell and make a profit and yeah. spend a little bit more on something fun. Yeah. yeah. You can uh, cut the bed off, shorten much, it. What about a how about a, a blown turbo Eagle Talon TSI? Yes. That's a, that's All an upgrade drive. for that car. All wheel, wheel drive. drive. Yeah. I like it. And that's probably what's wrong with it. It's still in the Dodge family. It's still in the Dodge family. Can you okay. get those for less than two K? If it's has a blown turbo, I think so. Yeah. Why not? This qu- next question is for Art. Kieran Berndt asks, best first-gen legacy mods, wheels, suspension, etc.? What the fuck? Why is it for uh, Art? He just bought that legacy. Oh, he so bought remember it? Last week he asked us about it. I did he should buy it, and he guys. bought it. What well, legacy? Yeah. Uh, That's like the first-gen. Uh, racer. This is the first-gen. No, first-gen. Later-gen, but, but, later gen, but yeah. whatever. But one of the biggest differences was the suspension and the sway bar. Rear sway bar is and what you need. Bar. That made a huge difference. Give right. it a little oversteer. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it rotates it, a lot better. It was night and day difference. I'd imagine. Uh, rear sway bar. And then sticky sticky rubber and, and, and wider wheels. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if he wants to do or maybe some good shocks, huh? WRX wheels. That's what we did to ours. They cost next to nothing. Oh, takeoffs on a dime a dozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah look up extreme yeah. performance tires on tire rack. That's so what you want. apparently, uh, you can just swap over STI stuff too. Yeah, I don't know about this car. STI suspension. No, earlier. I looked it up. Oh, you can. I did research. Oh, like sweet. I said, yeah. Oh, research guy. Uh, although you know, depending on the years, specific years, there's like some you know different details. But it sounds like yeah. people have done it. That's ideal. Get some pink sway bars. Yeah. The STI line or whatever. That's awesome. Vandalay Industries says, "Am I the only one that religiously buckles up before putting the vehicle into drive or reverse? But as soon as I turn onto my home street, I have the sudden urge to, and often do, take it off." Wait, he what takes it off? What is seatbelt on? Ooh, <laughs> sexy. buckles the minute he sees home. Damn. Uh, I do the reverse. I buckle up at, while I'm... Or, on down your While you're driving? Yeah. yeah. But you have a long driveway and it's like private. And I unbuckle once I'm parked. No, yeah. he does it because he's inspired by Le Mans. Like, remember, like, they actually don't put their seatbelt on oh, until yeah, they're yeah. actually off Even the though you're supposed to yeah. put it on. Yeah. Are you always yeah. running to your car, too? <laughs> he's always running. <laughs> <laughs> like, times it. Yeah. He, like, looks at the clock. Full it's like, blast. bam! Can't windows on. Always jump yeah. in Dukes of Hazzard stuff. Yeah, that's actually a, that's a good video, huh? That's a really to make good a video of like Ruben in his cars and just like that's Ruben really running yeah. into every car. They're all gridded up. Like, yeah. So, uh, I do do that, but only when I'm in a hurry. Like if do I do. if I'm if I do do when I turn onto <laughs> my my street and if I need to jump out, like if I'm like going to jump on baby duty doo doo. Really? Yeah. Doo 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 doo. I do. I have done that before. Yeah, I'll roll up like I seatbelts already off. I just like. Practically leave the car with the key in the ignition, jump into the house, that kind of a thing. Well, I don't know. I think I don't your think your life is stressful, man. Like, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna relate, Vandalay. No, I don't think I do that. I feel like I used to have issues with seatbelts. Like I'd take them off whenever I could. You but seem like now under the under the arm guy. Oh, I hate that, <laughs> dude. That I is so bad. I experimented uh, back in the day. Jamie yeah. does that. My well, it's does it. only when you're a kid, right? Brian seems and like a behind the, the back guy, just not even on at all. Like just plugs it in, buckles it. I live dangerously. That's the worst. What's the thing? And he goes like this. <laughs> no. Yeah. Val Kilmer. Ice yeah. Man. Matt says what? <laughs> says Lane. Well, this is one I don't understand why it's Lane. Have you looked at the M2 lease deals? Because I think you were saying I think it's because I mentioned lease. Yeah. M2 is probably he super like, through the roof. Bummer, man. Yeah. And uh, hashtag I need deals on the wheels. wheels. <laughs> That's a crazy hashtag to it's read. Hard to read. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd imagine those are expensive. Like uh, Matt Farrow was saying, the Focus RS was a crazy lease. Oh, really? Like, wise? Yeah, like he was paying. Bad. He never said what the number was, but he said it was way more than the Jaguar, whatever the new Jag oh, SUV was going to be. The F pace for a lease, which would have been like maybe five hundred bonds or something. And yeah. I imagine Jag SUV, like uh, what MSRP would be close to sixty, like seventy probably, yeah, sixty-five, seventy. Well, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So he said, and he said it was be at least sixty or so. And he said it was like a hundred bucks. It was like a hundred bucks less than the Focus RS. So they're probably just deterring you from like uh, that BMW lease in particular, the M2s. Yeah, I don't know. Like they want you to buy them or something. They want you to buy them, I think, because they think they'll sell them out. I think so. Are they limited editions, like uh, limited production? I mean, they're not supposed to. They don't think so. Like an M3, just as many as they'll sell. Kind of I don't know about that ubiquitous, but I know, I know they're supposed to build. They're not like the one M, which they knew that they were going to build a certain run, and that was it. 2018, the special edition was supposed to come out that will have the M3 M4 motor in hmm. M2 and package. the M2. Yeah. Which it basically is the M4 motor right now. No, or M3, no. isn't it? What's different? No, 
It's well, it's got some parts from the M3 M4 motor, but it, what is it? The N55, the one that's basically the 240 or the 235 motor. It's oh, so motor this is the, three, the 335 motor. So it's a or standard motor that's okay. built up a little bit with some of the M3 mm-hmm. M4 motors uh, parts, but the M3 M4 motor is like a full unique unit it yeah, still blows it's my mind it's got a bigger woodruff key oh, oh okay. yeah. yeah it still blows my mind that you look at all the tests like the m2 will be like quicker around a lap time or you know than it'll than the m4 or m3 really uh, depending on the track, depending on the sure. track like if, it, if there's probably less straights right but even on a straight. even on a long straight track it's like barely slower but and the m2 only weighs like 115 yeah. pounds less or something dude. Really so it's neat. not even it's the cars aren't that different really, just set up better. Yes, yeah. Clutch Kick Podcast uh, asks, "What should I do with the Sprint?" So did he buy that Chevy? Dude, Sprint? he bought Dude, it. He bought that one. Yeah, that, the red that's one. The one that we sh- yeah, yeah, sharing. That's right? the Chevy one that I was Sprint. trying to. Yeah. Brian wanted us all to you buy for him. Said the wrong audience. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so uh, Rick bought the Chevy Sprint. What year was it, Brian? I don't remember, like an 88 or something. 88 Sprint Turbo. Dude, super clean. One liter. Rad seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got I got to say, uh, Clutch Kick, good job on on their post because I don't really, you know, I don't regularly listen to Clutch, Clutch Kick, but um, I saw that they posted the picture of the interior of that car, yeah. and I recognized it immediately, so I went to listen to see if they bought it, and I, I heard that it sounded like he was on the fence at that point. Like mm-hmm. He wasn't 100% sure. It's the most recent podcast, I think. And um, and he was like talking about like, oh yeah, I think it'll make it on the Coastal Range Rally because you know all the maintenance is up to date. It has brand new tires. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You look at the tires; they're like, I mean, it's they're like triangles. It, they're practically triangles, and they're like you know these little tiny twelve inch things. Like, so his question is, what should I do to the Sprint? Who will help me push it when it breaks? I'm not going to be there to help you, but get some fucking tires on that thing. Twelve inches? Yeah, dude. I'm sure there's something like for minis or something that you can get. It's more performance oriented. Oh yeah, you might be able to get some. Mini lights or something? It would be like a full-on race. 80s hatchback. So this is... I'm just looking up the text message. So it's a 87 Chevy Sprint Turbo. You're looking up our text message? 3,000 bucks. No. So Tom Neal forwarded it to me, and I was like, oh, Oh, my God. You should read all of our commentary to your message, your text. Probably. So, So, yeah, I was trying to sell these guys on... uh, Buying it for Buying it for me. (laughs) I hope we didn't pay... No, no. What I was going to do is we were going to go... Partners, quarter, quarter partners, yeah, uh-huh. five hundred. And then when it broke down, wherever we were, oh, he already. And then you assumed there was asking three thousand. You assumed you'd go down Prof- to two. Yeah, yes. And he assumed there was tons of profit in it on BAT. <laughs> yeah, so we'd all split the cost of buying it. I would drive it during the Coastal Range Rally and make the car famous. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then we would sell it after we collectively, well, and then we would all share in the profits that we. Well, would make. check this out, dude. I really, 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 really hope that I didn't pay a penny over two grand because there were two major problems with it. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is that it has it rust the around the windshield. Yeah, the dude. cowl rust. Dude, there's rust in the cowl. That is horrible. Like that shit can be into the firewall. You don't know, like back there, right? Um, but but that's a lot of work to do. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. on Alpha, you should pull the you should pull the windshield, pull the glass. That's a ton of work. Yeah. That's not gonna. Happen. Happen. Yeah, and yeah. so so there's that. Uh, the other problem is that we thought it had thirteen thousand original miles. Thirteen? No, it, it was like that? super low. Yeah, remember uh, on the on the that was reasonable. Yeah, it was super low, but it had already turned, so of it was course, like 133 yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah. low too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking. Brian's right. buying. Yeah, Brian's yeah. No, I just, <laughs> Brian I just really hope the guy wanted three. I hope he didn't pay more than two for that so car. Hey, I don't know. Buy high, sell low. I guess so. Yeah. Tires. 
Anything else? Dude, I don't know if there's any pads out there. I, t- I told him 2 to 25 is what it's probably worth, yes. realistically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was all there, like, original parts. Yeah, it's like supposed to be really clean. Shield rust. 70 horsepower. 70 horsepower, bro. Yeah, 1,600 pounds. 1,700-pound. 1,700 pounds. There you go. I don't know, man. 1,600 If you can get some slightly nicer pads, that's what I would recommend. But other than that, other than that just... And, yeah, flush the brake fluid. Yeah, flush the brake Change fluid. Change all the fluids. Motul 500. Damn. <laughs> I wonder what size wheels those are. 12, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. That's what you just said. Yeah, dude. How are you going to get 12 Where were you? wheels? Oh, we were having a conversation all around the Mini Cooper, one. bro. Mini Cooper stuff. There's got to be some good Moss Yokos motors. out there. You can probably only buy Hoosier Slicks or something. Yeah, yeah probably. Rock throw some louvers on the hood or something. <laughs> throw some louvers in the hood. Boomerang antenna. Hoosiers and louvers. Yeah. Uh, Shoe32 asks, is there a replacement part that you'll always spend the extra money for OEM? For example, something tough to get at like a timing belt or a fuel pump, I'll go OEM. But for simple wear items, I usually rock the cheap stuff. Alternator. Uh, you go expensive. Yeah, even though they're all rebuilt mainly. Yeah, but I still want. I don't want like want a, a rebuilt by Bosch. Not. I don't want a Kragen. You've been burned Kragen. by Kragen too many. Yeah, times. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good point where he says things that are hard to get to. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're gonna do a, where the labor is gonna be really expensive. You're do a starter, and it's in the valley of the engine. You know, you might pony up for the extra fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. But then, if you're doing a uh, headlight switch, that's there's really comparable versions out there. Maybe you might think, eh, I can get to that pretty easy. Yeah. If something fails. I don't know, but I, I do kind of I agree can't with his examples. Yeah. I, I agree with that, uh, and also safety items like brakes. I don't fuck around with really. Um, but then you have OEM, you have OEM supplier, and then you have the random like full on third party. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, always, so I'll go OEM supplier. Same here. Yeah. Like that's usually what you end up going with. You don't like go the real best OEM supplier. Well, yeah, we like, see that like uh, brake pads for Mercedes Benz. Uh, there's TechStar, which is a common brand, and they they're called OES. They're original equipment to the supplier. But then you look at the OEM Mercedes box, and the pad is a TechStar pad. It's the same thing, yeah. but they just put it on Mercedes box. Right. Exactly. So yeah. like. If it's a difference in price, I always go for the OEM supply. Yeah, that's like yeah. the like the M, what was it the M5 the Molle filter fiasco. Remember, like I was like trying to like go. Either, yeah, it was BMW dealership, yeah, and it's yeah. actually the same filter. They're both Molle filters, yeah. but they come in, in well, a my, BMW my box. Specifically, the receipt is different, and the receipt but is my different. The whole thing with that is people <laughs> they say I need a BMW filter. Well. The BMW oil filter factory is not churning out filters these days. <laughs> right. They don't have one. So. Yeah. yeah. Or the same thing with, you know, uh, starters, you know. So you end up starter. having to, like, do a Sharpie. You draw the BMW logo. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Yeah. 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 You get the it's fancy a, paper. Usually Toyota stuff is Denso, right? D- it's Denso, yeah, yeah, exactly. NGK makes their spark plugs, but it will yeah. say Toyota on it because it's made by NGK. Right. Toyota spark plug factory is... Pretty quiet these days. <laughs> They're not making spark plugs. Yeah, but that's the key. Yeah, like because that's the, that's what I do with my Guibo. That's what I did with all those components. Is I, I mean, I even reached out to you. I'm like, what do you think? Because there's um, Lemforder, Lemforder, and then there's the other one. Lemforder is a good shit, right? Sure. Yeah, and there's a bunch of them. Yeah, but I got yeah, I I actually consulted with where I'm like, what do you think of these? Because I found them on um whatever Bab Auto or some yeah. shit. I know Lemforder the- pissed me off because they stopped making the aluminum. Lower front control. Oh, damn. Uh, so you had to pay the OE once? Oh, yeah. We paid yeah. two or three times as much. That's, that's right. For the 944, I did an oil change and I could, I didn't, I didn't have a mall filter. Yeah. And so I went and got a cheap, like, whatever. Oh, uh, one of the really shitty ones, like a Fram or something. Dude, so I put it on. I had it on for like 
I don't know, a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I had like valve ticking, right? Awesome. When I first start up the engine. Mm-hmm. And it's because it doesn't like, it doesn't drain it. There's some drain or something. It doesn't yeah, let a it. valve. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have a valve to, yeah. to let it through into. So the mall has that. Mm-hmm. And I just replaced them. You know, I had to do an oil change, did that's, the mall, and it's like perfect. That's obviously. a good example of if it's for an oil filter, especially if it's a difference between 10 bucks and 15 bucks. Yeah. Go fifteen bucks. Yeah, that is not worth it. You know, oil changes. Yeah, because how much is an oil change? You just spent thirty bucks. Well, yeah, exactly. That was just availability at the time. It wasn't like Like I had a choice. I was at a, I was at an O'Reilly or AutoZone. Justified to yourself. You're like, it's probably the same. Yeah, and had a grip. It's like a grip. grip. Yeah, and it's orange. It's blue. Oh, blue. That's the way I feel though. When I'm like walking in the aisle, and I'm like, it's the same at Walmart oil. Like it's kind of. I mean, especially for like a Porsche 993 or something. Right. Walmart's oil factory is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Dude, so I put auto light plugs in my uh, oh 16 valve. The best. Oh, dude. dude, and they broke, and I fucking That's, busted a. It, it you broke into it. the cylinder. You deserve it. And so it busted uh, one of the valve seats, and I had to, like, do the head on it. Don't put auto lights in anything except for Chrysler products, like, in the 80s and older. What about a lawnmower? Not even a lawnmower. Yeah, a lawnmower's fine. <laughs> but uh, basically, you, use you auto lights it. to break windows. And so you got, like, <laughs> the auto light sunroof seals and door seals, too. Is that why the, rust, the floor pans rust? <laughs> And the other thing too is that's why he's so cold in his car, dude. There's like no insulation. The weather stripping is auto auto light. Could be that. I've seen big differences in seals, Uh, rear main seals, front crank seals, uh, valve cover gaskets, oil pan gaskets. The difference in quality from brands is really significant. So that's a cheap one you know it's like 20 bucks or 35 and eh, it's still the same i'll get the 20 it's not the same Dude, probably it's the same one... deal for bearings and wheel bearings yeah, and exactly. all that yeah exactly yeah that's Those like one thing expensive. lasting three times longer than the other and they're a bitch to do especially yep. obviously like they have to be pressed front, and stuff or, crank or seal um something like that uh valve covers can be a pain in the ass so definitely shop around dude how about head gaskets one. i feel like there's well, head a gaskets you big disparity in best head gaskets. yeah always yeah. do the best yeah like a uh bilstein makes good ones um even victor ryan's is kind of shitty felpro is kind of shitty but anyway i just make my own with rtv dude that's true you hewn so, the so, shit out man. of your head gasket uh, yeah just uh <laughs> um, he makes his little balsa wood and balsa wood. <laughs> all hipster you're hammering out the copper gasket yeah um we we heard then, about him. He he's what's this shit that uh, you mix together? That JB so, Weld, JB Weld, yeah, yeah. JB Weld that shit. On just there. JB Weld your head to your fucking. Yeah, he doesn't even cast it. He just makes it all one unit. Dude, it'll it'll never you'll never blow head you'll gasket. Never have to fool me once, head gasket. Shame on you. <laughs> That's a, that was his definition of a sealed race engine. There you go. That would be fun to try that though. It just on like a you know a junkyard. Car. It would work, yeah, right? Just it would work for a little ceiling bit, surface. Yeah. JB Weld and. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> uh, PFM California is talking a clutch kit podcast and says, I will push your sprint if you push my Lamborghini. And so, so uh, important bringing, trade to make. He's bringing right his Lamborghini on the Coastal Range Rally, so that'll be cool. Um, bring a tow rope. The real Gordon Umas uh, asks Infinity G35 or BMW E46 330CI. 
330. For a first car project car. 330. Well, if you want a project car, go 330. The G35s are pretty bulletproof, but they do have two similar issues, ironically. I remember back in the day I was looking at these cars. Terrible rearward visibility. They both have really shitty front control, lower control arms that have to be replaced, replaced every 30,000 miles. So you have to do those. No coolant system issues with the G35. Um, but you do have like shitty uh, like HVAC electrics that tend to go out. Yeah. Huh. Um, so cheap LED too. really cheap interiors. The one yeah. good thing though is they do have a um, business card holder up that's above nice. the A pillar. Oh, that's dude, that's nice. super key, especially yeah. when you're 18 years old and you're like, yeah, uh, yeah. So you can keep all your contacts <laughs> yeah. there. Just start a network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to making uh, those fake business cards. I remember when those, even those when those cars are like brand new G35 coupes. I remember driving a coupe around. Yeah. And uh, it had a gray leather interior. It felt so shitty. It is. Yeah, they're they're not it's as but they're yeah. really unique exhaust noises, just like oh, yeah. the SUVs. Terrible, right? Oh, like the so Apex thirty five. Yeah. I actually like, like them. They're like vacuum cleaners, yeah. like, like not even like a real engine. I think but like cool. they were like the first kind of like Japanese car, like more commonplace sedan that actually. Had a little bit of an ex- exhaust noise though. Right, that's true, dude. They're really loud. Yeah, like the SUVs, yeah. Yeah. like you were saying. Yeah, the Muranos too. I will also say that there's some element to the uh, Infinity community that you'll be joining that could be a little rough. So just, <laughs> check, like just check that out. Yeah, Man, real Gordon Dumas is is Korean, dude. It's all good. I think it's three thirty all the way. Right. I mean, we all agree. I agree. Yeah, I think you have more. Turn it into a Specky 46 race. Exactly. You should always think Boom, about the dunch. spec series of your car. Dude, you should not. Because, <laughs> and then you will not have a car to drive to work. And Brian wants a Honda Fit I, because of the I spec. still drove my race car to work. I know. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll also say, please get a manual. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Basking Shark, as I said in an earlier post, uh, a DIY Andy Warhol car, art car paint job on the 944 would be pretty awesome, right? Lane? Sure. Also, regarding the previous question I had on the podcast about my new daily, I did end up putting a deposit on a new Fiesta ST build. Wish me luck. Nice. Mm. So that's... Uh, is that the new... Fiesta? Is, isn't there a new Fiesta ST coming out? Is that what he's talking about? I've only seen the standard Fiestas. I haven't seen uh, the Yeah, Fiesta. I think that's what no, he No, there's a new ST coming no, there's out, a new but ST. it's not out yet. Mm. Yeah, so I'd okay. imagine that's what he's ordering? Or yeah, something. sounds like it. So tell me about this Andy Warhol art car paint job. Is that like you're going to do a Campbell soup can live? Oh, you mean like that 968 I posted a while ago? I think that's what that he's talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, that's right. Remember it has exactly. a Campbell soup yeah. can? Yeah. And that was an Andy Warhol car? I mean, kind of. Yeah. Warhol did a... Had a bunch BMW of different artists. Car, didn't yeah, he? he did yeah. the M1. Yeah. And Warhol also, did an M1? I think he also did another car, too. Yeah, who was the artist that we mimicked for our 944 Lemons car? Mm. Stella. Calder? Calder? No, Calder's a sculptor. Wasn't it more Jackson Pollock? You just threw a bunch no, of shit no, at it? No. <laughs> no, it was like the geometric, geometric shapes, shapes with all the different color panels. With and like stuff. circles and stuff. And it looked Stella. awesome. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Calder, could, could Calder's a, a sculptor. I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of my element. One. I, I don't know. You got your element done. Yeah. <laughs> There's a video somewhere of us painting that car. You can go find Oh, yeah. You can go find good, good, good advertising. <laughs> go find it. That's right, dude. I know where it is. Uh, bring your Fiesta ST to our cars and coffee sometime. 
Uh, Matthew Merritt, should I sell my sometimes troublesome 88 Land Cruiser in favor of a newer and inherently uncharacteristic? Wait, did someone just say a Toyota is somewhat unreliable? <laughs> That's not possible. Shenanigans. Man loves it. Uh, in favor of a reliable daily, for example, like a Tahoe, an F-150, a Forerunner, or keep Weekend Warrior wrenching to keep a cool daily driver. I think this depends on the other cars he has if this is at his disposal. Yeah, I mean, it but he wants like he doesn't. That's but what do you name like? If it's your one car, then it's a tough call. But yeah, like, I, I'm always for having a car with some character. Yep, this car, yeah, for sure. And those yeah. are super cool. Like um, to replace it with a Tahoe. Or that's something. what I'm saying. Why would you choose like the most insipid shit? Like you know, you got F150. Like I mean, <laughs> how about just add a a cord, you know, V6 manual to have to go to. The two, city or, two car theory. Yeah, you got to go two car theory. Don't replace the '88 Lancers, or just buy something cheap that you can mob around. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, do you guys think that a Forerunner has no character? It what year? What year? Mm. Yeah, the old one with that removable rear. That's got character. Which is ironically like as soon as, yeah, as, like as, soon as you move past that, you're yeah no. A four cylinder. I don't know. Manual. I think some of the newer ones the. Uh, they made a four cylinder man- four cylinder manual up until like two thousand. Those are actually, you know what? That that's true. Um, what's his name? Uh, Hambacher has one. Have you seen that one? It's really nice. Yeah, it's a four cylinder manual. Yeah, and he, he, I think he bought it with two hundred thousand miles, and he's put like eighty on it. Jeez, I think those are pretty awesome little cars. Yeah, they're cool. You know, yeah, they're cool. They don't they're, have much character though. Yeah, they're but tiny, looks wise, they, Yeah, they're pretty. They don't have that much character, and they're they're really. Uncomfortable inside, and they've gotten shittier. They've, they're they're just overstyled. Yeah. And they're the new the new ones, ones are the new bad. Ones. Yeah, yeah. The new, the new ones. There was a long run the of the you know kind the nineties. You're talking about? Yeah, I didn't mind Neil's, I uh, a, Neil's TRDs. Like, I mean, all it, it's those cool are. outside, but the interior, the, it's like the vinyl is like paper thin, and like the stitching's really shitty. Like it yeah, just feels really shitty. Way too. I don't know, man. It's very utilitarian. Yeah, I like that. I appreciate that. I mean, I just know the last time I was in a Forerunner was like a ninety three or something. And I was in the back seat, and man, oh, those man. things are fucking tight, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like man, sitting in the back of a 944. It's like yeah, they're not yeah. big cars, dude. High, because high the high floor, because it's a frame, right? Yeah. You know, body on frame yeah. and stuff, and they're really uncomfortable. Yeah. Are the newest ones frame. still body on frame? Also? Yeah, they are. Yeah, oh, they are. Yeah, really. Yes. So they're pro- the packaging. I'm sure, like the Jeep is probably really, n- or it's body on frame, right? No, uh, it's no, unibody. Unibody. So the Jeep's probably way more comfortable in yeah. comparison to like right. a new Forerunner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so keep the Land Cruiser get a get a something more reliable. Yeah, I don't know. I I think there might be something in between there for him. But Julian Dot Casper asks, I'm looking for a replacement for my classic Mini as a fun weekend car. It should be light and rear wheel drive. Is it worth saving up for something like a 914 or 944, which are pretty expensive here in Germany? Or should I just get a Miata and rather use the money for some upgrades? Wait, a classic Mini is worth kind of a lot of money, right? It's yeah. a good question, actually. Hmm. Um, like a, he'd be dropping down. So he's replacing. He's replacing his but classic mini. The classic minis were built in Europe until well, what, yeah, a, cla- a classic yeah. mini could be in a 1990. Or, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Saying. There's a shit ton of them in Europe yeah. uh, compared to here, I'm sure. But uh, I mean, they're still becoming collectibles there. Uh, Even as the far late, as I'm late aware, editions, like the. I I, I, I don't really know the mini, so I don't know like the, yeah. the, the Come on, years Ruben. and all that. So I don't know, but I would imagine that it's it's got to be 
worth a little bit if it's a special one. Right. Know, over there just so like is here. it, it might be a non-special one. It might be like an 82, right. you know, big bumpers, the ugly Small, big smaller. taillights and stuff. Smallest. Yeah. But so what's the question? Replace it with? A 914, 944. Or Miata. Or, Miata. or hold on to it? Or a Miata. No, he's getting rid of it. Dude, if he's, if he's like scam, if he's like really short on money where he, you know, he's kind of spending all he has, I would just go for the, uh, the, it is a classic mini. I would go for the Miata then. Right. Because he's not, if he's going to spend a ton of money on a 940 or a 914, he's going to still need money to maintain it and upkeep. Although it's a better investment. It's a better investment. And a a 914 in Germany isn't a shitty rust bucket that's falling apart like we have in California. Because they survive. uh, Right. Is that what you're saying? It'd be worse. worse. I, I thought you can't even register a car like that there. Well, that, maybe that's why they're so kind of can't, but I think they're really hard to find. And, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's expensive. Yeah. If you find one, Ford one, his yeah. mini looks kind of sweet. Yeah, his mini has awesome. chrome bumpers and stuff. But he's going art style. Dude, this is grass is always greener. He's over front wheel drive, bro. He yeah. wants to drive a real man's yeah, car. That's what I was going to uh, say. It would be nice to switch a rear wheel drive. Well, here's the thing. Um, if this is my 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 opinion, if he's looking to get into his first rear wheel drive car, a Miata is a fantastic car to learn like how to drive a rear wheel drive car because. You know, it's it's underpowered, and but it's still you know it can still turn around on you. You and it's playful. It's like it's easy to control at the limit. It's not super fast. Um, that would be my take on it. You can say that about well, all not, three of those cars. That being said, yeah, I have no experience with the nine fourteen. Uh, nine forty four is probably very similar in that sense, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, although the maintenance and upkeep is going to be more expensive. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Miatas are doing in terms of value in Europe. Um, I think 914 is the best investment. 944 is like the middle road. Nine, uh, Miata is kind of like get into it, drive it, and maybe sw- switch it out with a 914. Dude, in and the over there, 914, I think you're already too late. Isn't it? Yeah, They're I think you are. Way too and late. over there, all those cars rust out. 944s, Miatas. Yeah, everything. Miatas especially. I bet. I mean, have yeah. you guys watched that uh, car throttle? I think it is or whatever the the guy bought that. He bought that E36 M3. It's like the oh, floor is all rusted out yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it looks it like a really nice shape, car. Yeah. That was going to be my suggestion. Like, screw all these other ones. E36. E36 M3. Like, they're bottom value, great yeah. But are they more over there? Because they got the, the... Probably, but, I mean, if everything's more than... And then that's an more... expensive proposition with the Vanos and, you know, the the... The you know the more complicated engine and everything. I mean, it's really car. tough to say over there, but the, I think here the, they're like bottom of the basement pricing. Well, no, but there they have the big stuff. engine and stuff, so they. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, don't know. know like, the if, the question is for here. You can get an E36 M3 for the same uh, price as a 944. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the E36s are low over there. The, the yeah. E30s have started going up in value over there, just like here. Uh, the E36s are still bottom. I think that, like here in the U.S., the M3s have started appreciating. I don't know if they've started appreciating over there yet. I, don't mm. know if they have, so. I mean, get it checked out. Make sure it's not rusted like the guy from Car Throttle. But yeah, isn't it? But it, won't that be too powerful for a first rear wheel drive car no. for him? He didn't say no. it's his first rear wheel drive car, did he? Mm-hmm. No, and even if it like, is, it's, it's not well bad. balanced. Like it's, yeah. it's not. It's not too much power. Okay, uh, <clears> I would say Miata is like underpowered, uh, which is safe. <laughs> I mean, who's trying to be safe? Come on, you want to do burnouts. Burnouts. I can do a burnout in Miata. My first rear roll was E46 M3. Oh, yeah, that's true. But Ruben doesn't play it safe. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he goes right to the top. But he yeah. died twice, though. He's a cat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a weird joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lincoln Turns asks me... Uh, Warren mentions previously his regret for purchasing a Volvo V70R... 
after lusting after one for a while, mentioning it was too new or something. If I remember correctly, <laughs> in the same podcast, he had actually recommended a V70R as a nice all-wheel drive family hauler. <laughs> I don't think it was the same, but I did. I knew, knew you'd done that. As a sub $15,000 option, could Warren elaborate a bit on the disappointment and or issues he had with it? Always love my Swedes, but don't want to suffer. What, what do you say, flip flopper? <laughs> okay, so he did. He was suggesting the later model yeah. V70, where yeah. he had the earlier one. Yeah. yeah. So I had the first generation V70R. Uh, it was a '99. Um, I bought it four years old, and it depreciated thirty thousand dollars. So I bought it for like sixteen grand, and it was a forty-six thousand dollar car. It was okay, uh, automatic only in that generation. Uh, 247 horsepower, all-wheel drive, kind of a sleek wagon. Um, had a lot going for it, but one that's Achilles heel was a Magneti Morelli throttle body that had a, a carbon buildup issue, and once it built up enough, it went into limp home mode at random times. Hmm. You'd just be driving it, go to accelerate, and the car goes five miles an hour max. Wow. Or you're... You know, hung over after a San Francisco uh, <laughs> Halloween party, and you just want to drive home, and the car won't go. And you have to drive all the way to Santa Cruz. <laughs> you have to wait, and like you're hitting the throttle, and it's all drive by wire and terrible. So the fix was like a fifteen hundred dollar throttle body and labor, which as a semi poor guy, I wasn't about. Let's to go do. all poor. I mean, mainly poor. Yeah. <laughs> mainly poor. Um, so eventually, I I did the throttle body. I did it needed like three major things: alternator, throttle body, and uh, four wheel brakes. And I sold it. I was done. So I got mm-hmm. out of it. Um, after that, the next generation they go to a a three hundred horsepower motor, all wheel drive with a manual transmission, Brembo brakes, uh, way nicer interior. Interesting styling. Some people don't like that Space styling. Baseball shifter car. Baseball shifter. Yeah. A little bit more futuristic Swedish style. Um, I kind of like it. It's grown on me. Big bang for the buck. Um, I think if the car's been on the road this long, it's probably gone through that first round of bullshit repairs, and you might be all right. Yeah, because they, they have their issues as well, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, just like BMWs and Mercedes, control yeah. arm bushings all go. Um, I don't know if the throttle body is an issue. I know the automatic transmissions can have a problem, so look for a manual if you're into that. Uh, you know, European car shit. That's my that's my two car shit. ECS car shit. Yeah. And look for one with that really sexy saddle interior, whatever that color yes. is called. And they made a, ba- uh, a baseball stitch. baseball stitch nice. seat. You have you seen get. it? It's like a rust peanut butter yeah is there <laughs> is, oh, I, I saw it there was there was a there was like a mint green one with that color interior whoa, whoa. that's too much gnarly but too then, much. and it stands out where i'm driving next you know i'm driving yeah. along the road and kinda i'm like, like wow that's that color BMW yeah, yeah kind of cinnamon yeah <clears throat> i will say that they're hard to find now um not fucked with and still yeah. in low mileage good condition they seem like an awesome car, but, but I, I mean, I've heard, I mean, I don't know, Blaine's driven one. They seem like they don't drive They're kind of well. clunky yeah. and heavy feeling and the S6 turn-in's were, not that the great. The a little more planted. I drove one when they were new. More than an S60 yeah. R? Mm-hmm. Why would the V70R be better than the S60 It just R? felt more planted, heavier. It's the same chassis, right? Same weight and everything. It's just, it has the no, wagon section. Yeah, it just felt different. I don't know. Huh. I felt it's like it was though. a little... Um, Kind of like disconnected feeling, like the way the 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 throttle, like power, the way the power is transmitted to the like compared to like a Quattro system or something like that. I was just gonna say if it has a lot more like slack 
or kind of, and I feel that way in the BMWs as well, like the X XIs or IXs. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of. They feel like they have a, like some slop in the drivetrain for the all-wheel drive, where the Audi Quattro system and the Subaru system is very like immediate. You don't feel the the kind of sloppiness like lasher, in the drivetrain. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, well, shop around. If you're into, if you're only going Swedish, I mean, your options are pretty low, pretty short list. But yeah, uh, yeah if you want all-wheel drive, then check out Audi. But uh, I do think if you could find a really clean V70R wagon with a manual, it's a pretty sweet option. Yeah, I, don't know. I still want a T5. I still want a T5R. I know the, the yellow one, the yellow one, A50R. I want yeah. an all-wheel drive Man. conversion of that. That would be sick. So rad. <laughs> I saw a manual conversion of a oh sweet A50R. So hard to find a really clean one too. It's getting hard. Yeah, they're still a little throwaway car-ish. Mm-hmm. Pale yellow. I'm the, with you, dude. The little yeah. with the suede. And before Alcantara was like and, uh, a those thing. rad seats, yeah. dude. But that's those sweet seats fall apart. The suede turns all pilly and. They get if you don't, yeah, I guess. Uh, but if you find a perfect one, I mean, we had one for a while. I mean, it looked good when we got rid of it, but it was only a three-year-old car. So yeah. One thing I love about that car is it had uh, pockets on the seats below your thighs. Mm-hmm. What, would, what would you put there? Oh, dude, any number of things. Yeah. Your vape, bro. Hang your balls. Yeah, those <laughs> those little pockets are balls. safe. Over the they're edge. Right, no, they're right here. <laughs> oh, like yeah. yeah. Well, driving. The, the, so my Audi A4, the uh, B6, it has a little, tr- it has a drawer under the front seat. Oh, that's nice. Which yeah. is pretty awesome. Jetta's, uh, doesn't Jetta do that? I don't think so. Mercedes does. Mm-hmm. Um, can anyone explain to me why Porsche insists on having their user manual little slot below the oh, steering under wheel? the steering wheel? What is that? I don't know. Ah, that's a... I mean, why not? That's a oh, wasted space right Every there. day you're going to be looking at it? Oh, is it like exposed? Yeah, there? you can like see it. Yeah. I don't know. doesn't make any sense to me. Early boxers. It's it's weird. Well, I know, I know where the early boxers and 996s. Yeah. It's because they didn't have glove boxes. Oh. So that's answer. why, yeah. Because no, There's your answer. Like early generation. Yeah, because the airbags were so big, they, they, couldn't, a... they couldn't fit a... Um, oh, yeah, they couldn't fit a glove box. How's that for boasting? Hey, bro, my airbags are so big, I can't even fit a manual. <laughs> Dude, he does have So I guess that's that's your reason. It's only those early cars. <laughs> okay. Uh, LOL Bloops asks, uh, how do the DWAers with kids find time to wrench on project cars and do the podcast? Seriously, how? A cool wife. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. That's the only way. And well, you have Brian, to plan you it still out. wrench? Do you have any running cars? <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that. You don't do that. I have uh, to schedule it in advance, put it on the calendar, on the refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah, you have it. an extra cool wife art because yeah. you're, you're driving from San Francisco. And I am. That's all I can say. And, uh, Patrick.Ryan says, are you guys, are guys who prefer stick shifts, quote unquote, actually the future equivalent of today's guys who prefer steam cars? <laughs> I, I Hashtag yo uh, Not even close. I don't know. I've never known a guy who prefers steam cars. I don't think when the gas engine came out, people were like, fuck that. That thing's, that thing's shitty. I'm going back to my steam I'm car. A, it's so much more analog. It's more like guys who prefer horses or something. Yeah, maybe, huh? Like, yeah, I think that so. contraption. I think so. That's maybe. a better analogy. Maybe I don't know. We were alive then. Yeah, yeah more horses are so, car. Horses are so analog. Yeah, but no, but <laughs> they like drive you, dude. I don't know, man. It depends on how drunk you are. It almost feels like That's driving like... a car. Period is going to be like the equivalent of this because right. in the future, you yeah. jump into a little capsule. Are you driving? It just takes you where you... you need to go. Yeah, right? There's no driving anymore. Yeah. In our lifetime, sure. we will be getting in cars without 
any interaction. I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Control. Art. That's the that's the real distinction. And that's a podcast. We'll get to the yeah, questions for sure. next time. Thank you for joining us. Come to Cars and Coffee Saturday. Oh yeah, this Saturday, rain or shine. Rain it or might shine. it might kind of rain. We'll see you there. Yep. See you. Later. Guy. Super Japanese. <laughs> last guy, yeah. last, last guy, guy was, was Last guy there. was me, dude. I, but I, but I had hella tofu in the car, so it was like super weighted down, and like I just clawed my you way s- out of there. Sprinkle tofu under the tires, and it gives you traction. Exactly. Yeah. I never thought I'd hear you say hella tofu. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice.